What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Rudes, a.k.a. Leo. Welcome to the NBA Talk. Today, we're going to be discussing the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics from last night. And tonight's matchup, the Golden State Warriors and the Houston Rockets. Now, today, I want to discuss, um, obviously, the game from yesterday and tonight's game coming up. We're going to start things off with uh, looking up what's good in the world, what uh, social media is saying about how the Cavaliers and how the Boston Celtics were performing. So we're going to look and go react to a first take video right now. We're going to see what's going on. Oh, and we also got to talk about the uh, NBA draft lottery as well. So we're going to see, um, we're going to try and find a video right now about Celtics and Cavs, and we're going to see uh, what First Take got to say right now. So the Cavs took a seven-point lead at the half, and the Celtics just took over, outscoring the Cavs 55-33 to over the final 22 minutes of the game, taking a commanding 2-0 lead in front of their home crowd. Max, is this more about the Celtics or the Cavs? The Celtics, of course. The Celtics deserve enormous credit here. The Cavs, we know what they are. They're LeBron James, sometimes all-star Kevin Love, and company. And they struggled against Indiana, but they won. And they swept Toronto. So, you know, what was that about, right? Those are good teams. The Celtics are a very good team. That's maybe a great one. I mean, with Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, you figure they'd be a great team. And an actual challenge for, at this moment, what looks like Golden State, but whoever comes out of the West. But even without those guys, the Celtics are a very good team. Why was this about the Celtics? Stephen A. LeBron get any, any points in transition? Like any at all? Did he get out in transition at all? How many uncontested Nobody. shots did he take out of 29? One. They contested 28 of LeBron's 29 shots. And then they shot, they shot down everyone else too. Okay, so we're going to um give my thoughts right now. Um, personally, I'm gonna have to agree with Max Kellerman on this statement. Um, he was saying that, you know, Celtics looked like they was coming out, uh, straight up kicking ass against, against, uh, the Cavs. Uh, and I'm gonna have to agree with that. Uh, I did watch the game last night. I, I watched it a little on and off. Um, and yeah, to, to be all honest, um, the Cavaliers look really defeated out there. Um, LeBron did have, you know... His little uh twenty point first half or whatever, and and yeah he's trying he's trying but when you look at the Cavaliers, you just see a team that looks very, very um unmotivated in a way, just because um it looks like LeBron is really the only one scoring out there and I I've been saying this since the beginning of the series, um where the hell is J R Smith? J.R. Smith got to do something, man. He's got to score. He's getting too many corner looks, and he's not making the buckets, and that's hurting the team. Um, And you look at that team, I mean, who else is going to score? I mean, we're we going to pull up the statistics from that night. Um, I'm going to see. Uh... Okay, so we go pull up the box score from yesterday's game. 
I can find it. <laughs> okay. So if we look at the points that everybody was putting out that game. We got LeBron James with 42 points. Kevin Love, 22 points. As expected, but you look at everybody else in the game, 8 points, 3 points. J.R. Smith scored 0 points. And he played for 27 minutes. Like, I don't know which team is worse. The 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 Houston Rockets? I think the Houston Rockets have a better chance of, of getting a scoring trio, but... The Cavs is 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 straight up disgraceful. Like, you look at this box score. You got twenty two points from Kevin Love. You know he's trying to pull the weight. Obviously, LeBron is fucking not a, not pulling the weight. He's the fucking captain of the shit. So he got forty two points, and then everybody else: Tristan Thompson, eight points; George Hill, three points. Again, J.R. Smith, zero points. Like, it's it's sad, man. I mean, Corver. Um, he's been pulling up a little bit. I mean, he scored 11. Um, but you know, he needs to do more. He's a three point shooter. Um, I wish I could see, I'm trying to see if I could figure out how many of those were from the, the three point line, but I don't, I don't know if it'll let me see that. Um, but yeah, man, that, that, that's not good, man. Oh, wait, hold on. He was two of five from the three point line. Nah, we, we can't have that. Kyle Corver was on the Atlanta Hawks and he was getting labeled like a three-point beast, man. I, I wanna I wanna do something. I wanna I wanna take a look at this guy's statistics from um the Atlanta Hawks if I can. Mm. Okay. So Atlanta Hawks, this was his prime. So in his first year with the Atlanta Hawks, this guy was averaging about 10 points, you know, 12 points a game. Um, And, and I'm surprised because, you know, honestly, um, I thought he was a little more hype considering how much hype he was getting on that team with, with Josh Smith and um, who else was on that team. There's a lot of good talent on that team, but... You know, um, yeah, it's it's just it's not it's not a good look. It's not a good look for Corver. I don't know when his contract is is gonna go up, but I'm I'm kind of guessing it may be soon. They may trade him. I I don't know what's gonna happen with Cleveland. Um, you know, it looks like things are not good over there, and they're definitely right on the edge of a cliff. From like they're on the edge of the cliff from like falling off the cliff. And once they fall off the cliff, they're going to go straight into rebuild mode. And I guarantee you, LeBron's not going to be at the bottom waiting. That's for sure. Um, so, you know, my verdict on, on the Cleveland Cavaliers and, and Celtics game, um, you know, Celtics up two. Um, we could be seeing a different finals than uh, Cleveland and, and Golden State. And, you know, that that's cool and all. I'm totally with that shit. But, um... It's definitely a disappointing effort from uh, the the Cavaliers, you know, after building so much momentum, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, and now, you know, just to kind of deflate and go down two games. Do I think LeBron will come back? Does he have a chance? Absolutely. He absolutely has a chance to come back. 
Um, do I think it's going to happen? Do, you, do I think he's going to really rip all the way through and and really just, you know, flip the script on him? I, I don't know. It's, it's looking more towards no. Um, you know, I don't want to speak too soon because, you know, I, I believe LeBron James, you know, he, he's a good player. He's a phenomenal player. You know, um, I don't think he's the best player in the NBA right now. I would give that title to Kevin Durant. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's 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 one of the goats for sure, man. And um, he could definitely pull something out of his ass if he tries. Um, but, you know, that's something else I wanted to discuss. I was watching the game, and I was watching the end um, with LeBron, and he just looked extremely unmotivated, man. Um, he just, you know, usually I, I've, I've been watching LeBron James for a very long time. I watched this guy when he was on the Miami Heat playing his heart out in the playoffs and shit. And for the, for, I haven't seen this in a while, man, but I saw LeBron after the game and he, he was kind of like, right as soon as the, the game ended, he wasn't walking straight to the locker room. He wasn't, he didn't look pissed at all. He just kind of was like, you know, uh, trying to reassure his teammates, oh, it's okay, it's okay, we'll get him next time, blah, blah, blah. And to me, um, that that that's a sign of defeat. That's definitely a sign of defeat because, um, you know, I, I don't see that fire. I don't see that fire. And if we take a look, let's take a look at how many points LeBron James scored in yesterday's game. So, yeah, he dropped 42. So he basically did, like, 20 points like each half so you know i i just think he's tired i just think he's tired i think his head is already in the next season um because you know when you're when you're dropping 42 points you know in your game and, and no one's backing you up i mean you know you know shouts out to to kevin love because you know he's trying but no one else is, is got your back you can't do it you know it's just not like it's looking like it's looking slow you know <laughs> so um, speaking of 40 point games, we're going to talk about Golden State and Houston. Now, if we go back to the game from, uh, I want to say that was 514, that was Monday. So if we go back to the game from Monday. Um, it's going to be an interesting game tonight. It is going to be a very interesting game tonight. Do I know who's going to come out on top? I can't. I can't be sure. I, I cannot be sure because um, it's 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 going to be close. No, I already saw the game. A lot of people too are saying that that James Harden looks defeated, and this, that, and the third. I don't think he's defeated in the slightest bit. James, I mean the interview, um, the post game interview. They they looked they looked upset, you know, after losing to Golden State. But um, I don't think it's gonna defeat the whole series. I don't think James Harden's bent out of shape just yet. It's only one game. I know Chris Paul. I know James Harden coming in with this mentality that, all right, you know, we we seen what they're capable of. Now we're gonna go in and we're gonna do our thing and we're gonna. We need we they they just need that third score. That's what it is. Is like James Harden and Chris Paul doing their jobs, man. If you look at if you look at this game, man, it was crazy because let's see, 
fucking hold on. James Harden dropped 41 points. Chris Paul, 23 points. Again, they're doing their jobs, man. And and this is just the plague in the NBA right now. We need more more people to step up. Because Golden State got like they got five stars. They got they got Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, Seth Curry, um, Kevin Durant. Um they, they they got so many fucking people, bro. Even got Nick Young coming off the bench. And Nick Young, you know, I, I hate on Nick Young a lot, but goddamn. This dude was draining threes off the bench. Like, okay, you know, I, I see you. I see you, man. That's 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 an excellent look. That's that's called helping your team out. You're coming off the bench, you're doing your job. I don't know what Steve Kerr is, is putting in these guys' cereal, but shit, man. Like, shouts out to Steve Kerr for being a phenomenal coach because I, I see it, man. I, I really do that. Uh, he's doing his job as a coach. He's really helping those guys out. He's making sure that everybody who's getting there and everybody who's 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 getting on the floor. He's making sure, all right, you guys better do your job. You guys got to do your job. And I wish that same preach would, would get told to guys like Eric Gordon, guys like J.R. Smith. You know, they need to be doing the same thing, coming off the bench, doing or, or, or not even come off the bench because, you know, some of these guys start. But, um, you know, just, just doing your job and, and pulling the weight. I understand James Harden demands the ball a lot. I understand LeBron James demands the ball a lot. And, you know, they're trying to score all their points and trying to get their 40-point game and shit. I get it. I I completely understand. But, you know, you're not helping nobody by scoring zero points a game, seven points a game, whatever, you know. Like, you got to pull the weight as well. And... You know, honestly, it also, too, goes back to, I don't know if it's a coaching thing, a player thing, because it, it sometimes it boils down to something where it's like, you're not on the floor, so you don't really know what's going on. You don't know how the game is flowing, what these guys are thinking in their head. So, you know, it, it could be a mixture of anything, really. Um, But... I really, truly believe that this is how I'm seeing it, you know? These guys got to pull their weight. These guys got to get some, some points on the board, and they, they got to do their jobs, man. They got to they gotta get that paycheck. Um, So we, we're going to see, man. We're going to see what's going on. And uh, the next game for Cleveland. The next game, obviously, going to stay in Houston is tonight. I'm super excited for that because um, I'm really curious just to see, you know, I that's the thing is like, I know Chris Paul and James Harden are going to pull up to that court and do the jobs. But the biggest question is, is Eric Gordon going to do his job? You know what? Is Nene going to do his job, bro? Because, I mean, Nene, I know he's there just to get boards and shit. But Nene's a big-ass dude. Come on, man. Duck the ball a couple times. You know, like, like be a big man, you know. And, and, and again, I just, I really truly believe half of this is the player's fault. But half of this is also the coach's fault. I know Mike D'Antoni is an, a phenomenal coach. You don't got to tell me that. But it's just like. 
I see a lot of these teams, what their problem is, they're just not spreading spreading out the points. They're not. And, you know, half of that goes to the players and half of that goes to the coach. That's that's really what I'm going to say. And um, we're going to see tonight, though. We're going to see tonight if, if, if James Harden and Chris Paul, obviously they're going to pull up, but is Eric Gordon going to back them up? Uh, I'm going to take a look at, at that box score one more time from uh, the game on Monday. Because, hmm. yeah, I mean, when you look at this score, man, uh, you got Chris Paul 23, James Harden 41. I mean, Eric Gordon dropped 15. So that's good, but he definitely needs to get. And looking at this, actually. We got Clint Capella is good too. I gotta give props to Clint Capella because he I, I've seen him pull weight all season. He has his games. He has his games. Um, you know, same thing with Eric Gordon. Um, but it's just the Warriors got a lot of firepower, bro. You look at the Warriors score: Kevin Durant thirty-seven, Iggy eleven, Clay Thompson twenty-eight, Curry eighteen. Um, Nick Young had nine points off the bench, and those those were threes, man. So, you know, Sean Livingston, seven points. It's just a battle of, with, with these this Warriors-Rockets game, is really coming down to just a battle of who, who it, it, it's it's like every player, every player's got to pull their weight on, on Houston to beat Golden State. So we're going to see who can score, who's not going to score. But I really, if we're talking about predictions here, I really want Houston to come out. And make a statement tonight. So we're gonna see. I really want Houston to win, so I'm gonna go with Houston. Um, but we, we're gonna see who who pulls their weight. Who's gonna pull their weight this game? Um, what they gonna do? So that's my thoughts on Houston going state. Um, I gave my thoughts too on on Boston and Cleveland. Um, you know, going back to that, it's just it's it's. Cleveland doesn't have as much of a struggle as Houston does. Obviously, we all know the Eastern Conference is weak compared to the Western Conference. So, you know, Cleveland, you guys got to step the game up, man, because Golden State, if you guys happen to break through Boston, Golden State right around the corner ready to whoop your ass, bro. So, Cleveland got to get their shit together or else they're going to get straight embarrassed in the finals. Um... Does it look like Cleveland's going to pull through and pull the upset? I don't know. I don't really think so. Do I think Celtics is going to give um, Golden State a, a run for their money? Nah, absolutely not. Golden State is going to beat the shit out of them. So um, the, that kind of brings me into my next topic. And uh, the last thing I want to discuss before I let you guys go is the offseason, the draft lottery. Okay. Um, let's take a look at the draft lottery. Draft Lottery NBA 2018. Uh, so the lottery this year to me, um, it's not, it wasn't too interesting. But um, obviously, everybody's more interested in the prospects. You got Trey Young, you got um, Colin Sexton. You got, oh my God, there was a third one I want to think of. What was that dude's name? 
I think it's Michael Porter. Michael Porter Jr., if if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. Those are the ones I'm looking out because I heard about that. I don't really watch college basketball, so I don't know too much about these prospects. But I do. Kn- I know about Trey Young, obviously, because in you know ESPN on his day. Um, context, then I've seen him on on on, on YouTube a couple times, and Michael Porter. I saw him. I think in the McDonald's All American is where I saw Michael Porter. Um, going to that. Um, the lottery ended up with the Suns getting the first pick. Now, who do I think the Suns are going to go for? It is clear as a motherfucker. They are going to go for uh, Luka Donich. That's going to be the first pick of the 2018 NBA draft is Luka Donich. Without without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, Why? Because, you know, uh, same coach. uh, Because he used to coach him. On Real Madrid, so we all know, okay, you know, the coach is going to pick, you know, his favorite or whatever. That's cool. I don't mind that. Uh, the Suns definitely could probably use somebody like him, apparently, according to, like, the, the scouting report. He's he's good as fuck. So, I'm sure the Suns, excuse me, I'm sure the Suns could use someone like him. Thinking about who the Suns got on their roster. Um... Shit, I'm so bad at, at spelling Phoenix. <laughs> um, yeah, looking at their roster, I mean, they got, you know, Josh Jackson, Devin Booker. Um, I guess, you know, if you add someone like Luka, you could call that a young uh, big three. But Devin Booker, he's all right, you know. He he had two seasons ago. He had that crazy game. Um, it was hype, I guess. But his team didn't even win. Was it like a sixty point game or something? And his team still didn't win though. Uh, Suns definitely got stepped this shit up. Uh, if you look at at Luca, uh, what what I see here too when I when I look around. Um, a couple of these guys are big. You know, Alex Len is a is a big dude. Um, he's. Seven feet. He's a seven footer. That's good. Um, when we look at Luca, he is a point guard. Oh, I don't. I don't know how many more guards you guys need, though. Uh, Phoenix. I mean, I think Phoenix needs a couple more bigger players. Now Luca's good. You could probably put Luca in the starting lineup. Devin Booker coming off the bench as the backup guard. Um, and then you got like Josh Jackson to to help out with the scoring and and all that stuff. Cause I believe he's a always oh, a small forward. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know I don't really see Phoenix going anywhere too crazy. Um, with with this pick. Um, unless, you know, maybe they pick someone else, but I, that's who I think they're going to pick is Luca. Um, you know, Trey Young, he's pick number six. And 
I mean, I'm not saying he's not pick number six. I mean, he's he's another prospect. My bad. I'm looking at the wrong list. Um, yeah, Trey Young. He might go to the. People are saying he's gonna go to Cleveland, but he's you know Cleveland got the eighth pick, so that's not happening. Uh, he's gonna Trey Young's gonna be like top five. He's probably gonna go to either. Sacramento, um, or like Atlanta or something, and then I'm just going over the people that that I'm looking at. Uh, Michael Porter and Colin Sexton. I think I truly believe Colin Sexton. For some reason, I just got this feeling Colin Sexton gonna be in Sacramento. I think Colin Sexton is going to be in Sacramento. I think Michael Porter will probably end up somewhere in either Dallas or Orlando. Um, Only time's going to tell. But as far as the future is looking, uh, future is definitely looking bright. But I do think it's going to be a couple more years till we start seeing things really get put into play. Um, Clearly, you know, as proven this season, um, just because you're a rookie in the NBA... Uh, don't mean you can carry a team um, because a lot of these rookies that came in, you know, had that kind of mentality. Of, not that they were going to carry the team, but they were going to be superstars off the bat. And, and clearly they couldn't adjust to that NBA pace. And, and I, you know, you see it. So, you know, it, it's different from college. It's different from all that stuff. So it's definitely an adjustment nonetheless. And uh, I don't think we're going to see anything too crazy this season from the rookies. Maybe we'll, maybe we will, maybe we won't. Like, I don't, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I'm not really too big of a fan on, on Trey Young. Um, I like Colin Sexton. I like Michael Porter Jr. But again, I don't think those two are, you know, next LeBron James, next Kobe Bryant. Um, so, only time will tell. We'll wait and see. Um, one more thing I want to discuss before I go is the, uh, potential that the NBA is going to let uh, people straight out of high school join the G League. That is a very good decision. Uh, I think that's the best compromise possible right now for a lot of these guys that, that say that, oh, I don't want to go to college because they're not giving me a check. I'm paying them to play, you know. All right, fine. We get it. So the G League, in my opinion, is a good uh, choice just because you know, they go into the G League, um, they're going to get the development, they're going to get used to the NBA pace, and um, it's going to be a good adjustment and a good uh, draw for people to watch the G League finally, because, um, you know, before it was the G League, it was the D League. It, it's been dead for a pretty pretty long time. I don't think anybody really watched the D League. So, um, you know, to get some young rookies in the G League, it'll kind of be like Summer League in a way. Um, that'd be pretty cool. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, 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 I'm down for that. You know, I, I hope the NBA can implement that. I hope maybe we start seeing some more G League games on NBA TV. That would be pretty cool. Um, I definitely would watch a G League game if, you know, there's some young talent, some nice young, you know, springy legs and some nice, uh, you know, and interesting prospects, really interesting prospects that, that would make it. 20 times more entertaining uh, for the G League. Um, but, yeah, that that's all I wanted to discuss today, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to me on the NBA Talk. 
um it's your boy rules aka leo um make sure to support the podcast please support it if you guys like it show your love trying to do some more out here (laughs) um but please you know show your love give us feedback um and uh that's really it guys thank you guys for listening i'll talk to you guys soon peace